0: Yo, what's up You good? Yes. Yeah, um, you know, did some reading. Uh, <clears throat> made the coffee. Now I feel like I need some more, but you know, <laughs> gotta got work first, right? <laughs> you no, know, only winners get coffee, right? <laughs> man, so, you know, yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and start it off then, man. I, Okay, I thought we was already running, but I okay. <laughs> uh
1: you know I gotta get an intro and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I gotta get an oh, yeah, intro. You
0: we, we gotta let folk know that, yeah. I know yeah. we've been gone for a minute. Well, I you've been gone for a minute, and I'm just trying not to shock people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man, here we go.
0: What's going on,
1: everybody? Thank y'all again for tuning in to the dopest indie podcast on the planet. This is the Dope Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Kelvy, And the voice that you heard right there also talking with me is not only one of my best friends, not only one of my brothers, but he is also the new co-host of the Dope Sessions Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my
0: motherfucking friend, Tree Good stuff. Good stuff. Wait. So, so I get paid for this. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hey, man. You never know, man. If we blow up and get all the the shit we need, man, everybody getting paid.
0: I feel you on this. Uh, Man, it's good to be here because, you know, I, I was threatening to do one for a long time and it just didn't happen for, you know, one reason or another. So, you know, to get to do this, this this is pretty cool. Yeah, man, man. I um, and see the thing about it was,
1: it was like I always told people, like when I did my, when I was doing the podcast, like I wanted somebody to like bounce off of, you know, to have these uh uh conversations, and I could never really like get any, get anybody involved, and and I could, and I was just like, man, so I'm just. I would do it myself and then kind of get, you know, tired of doing that. And then I would, I would always bring it back and stuff like that. And then it was just like, then like during the pandemic I was like, well, everybody at the, at home. So I'm just going to interview people that I know that just happen to be not only, you know, good, good friends but also just art like indie artists. So I just started doing that. And I was just like, that's cool, but I want something uh somebody like permanent, you know what I'm saying? And like um and I told you this too. Like I I had you and I had D Nick in mind. Cause D Nick been on the show a couple of times and stuff like that. And um but I know D Nick because he's he's an artist and now you know of course the world has opened up. So you know everybody back to the the grind and going back on tours and doing shows and stuff like that so he gonna be busy but I but I yeah. knew but I knew in, in my mind like if I was gonna truly pick anybody it was gonna be you so I'm just glad that you wanted to do it man
0: well thank you for that and uh I'm uh, um... i'm I'm glad that you missed your chance to trap d nick at home because now he's you know the world is open and he's going to do his thing oh man it was like the you know inspector gadget thing it's like you almost had dr claw but the world is open now so Mm -hmm. he gets away
1: man man i'm just i'm just man like i said i'm i'm happy that uh that you wanted to do it man like i'm happy that you want to come join this uh dope sessions ride and let's ride this to the wheels fall off my brother
0: yep yep you know what it's funny you say wheels falling off because when stuff's been happening i've been saying that all week it, it's, <laughs> it's just been the wildest thing like look the wheels fell off the bus right Like yeah <laughs> like was it yesterday yesterday mm-hmm. quick story um on my way to work Thinking i get everything set you know know, then i realized i leave my security badge at home so i get halfway you know to work i'm like downtown and i realize i don't have my badge. and i'm like damn the wheels just fell off the bus so i had to (laughs) go so so you know given you know the amount of time that it takes me to travel i just had to you know scrap the day and go home
1: (laughs) right mad as hell
0: but you know management probably thinks you know something else like he planned this Mm-hmm. Like, like it was some insidious, you know, plot to get the day off, right? <laughs> yeah, yet, man. I saw the wheels, I saw the transmission, I saw the axle. They just all fell off the bus, right?
1: <laughs> man,
0: man, dude, like, um,
1: you know, man, uh, I want to ask you this question because you know you. You know, you, you you a big sports guy, um, and uh, I know, like you know, you you've been uh, doing your thing, and you heard about the whole uh, Kevin Durant, um, Stephen A. Smith kind of back and forth. Like, I'm I'm going to like just kind of paraphrase a little bit, um, but basically, he, uh, Kevin Durant was saying just like um, that. Cats like Stephen A. Skip and Shannon Sharp are making sports uh like for the worse. And, you know, like I like I know because, you know, and the reason why I want to ask you, because like I said, I know you you a big sports fan and you were an even bigger Stephen A fan, like wh- what do you think of like what Kevin Durant said? Do you think he has a point? Do you think you know it it is what it is like what what are you thinking
0: okay well with my thought process it has to start with what you know he was responding to see stephen a said that and uh, i want you to follow this he said that michael jordan as great as he is actually made he's 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 partially responsible for making the game worse because he said that Mike was so good that everybody focused on individualism and not the fact that it's a team game so you know he glorified the individual not glorified the team so I understand Mm. it in that sense uh Kevin Durant I guess he to me he jumped off the rails and he kind of went overboard with it and said that you know the talking heads you know be that as it may are making the I, and right. I, I understand both sides but Kevin Durant's point of view is not true because and, uh, and we, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Talking Heads has been around forever. Yeah. You're going to have somebody to have an opinion about something. Mm-hmm. It just exploded even worse with social media because before it was, you know, you had to wait till, you know, the next day when the report came out in you know, in the newspaper or you had to wait till like five minutes to 1030 30. Before you know you caught it on the news at night. And so mm-hmm. with that, you know, people either they had an opinion and they wrote it down or they said it on the news and that was it. Now, you know, opinions are instant. Like soon as they see something, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, you know, you can't escape it. And it's on 24 hours a day. Right. <laughs> and 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 I think the
1: um the one thing that Kevin Durant has to actually recognize too is that, like everybody, gets high praise when they do things of high praise, and everybody gets criticized when it's when it's time to get criticized. I think that um, now, don't get me wrong, because like I'm a talking head, like I'm considered a talking head, and, and I embrace that, but I also know what why. Cause there there are moments where people do criticize a little bit too much to the point where it's just like I like Skip Bayless, right? Love Skip Bayless. But his over critique of LeBron comes off as some hateful shit sometimes. And 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 I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but they also benefit right it's all beneficial whether whether the critique is high praise or whether it's a bad critique you still benefit from it because people because people are watching people are paying attention you want people to pay attention whether it's your critique or whether it's you on the on the ball court or on the football field you want people to pay attention whether it's good or bad, my problem comes with, it's like people don't know how to take criticism. And when it, it's like they rather have the praise more than the criticism. Well, it, it don't work that way. And especially since we're living in this world where everything is watched, everything is recorded, everything gets talked about. We living in a we we are in a digital age. So all of this stuff is going to be plastered everywhere. Like it's going to be talked about. Niggas is on Twitter and they know this shit is being talked about cuz people on Twitter are talking about it. Not only the talking heads or the talking sports heads or or whatever whatever. It's it's regular people talking about it on the internet. They they on Twitter. They on Facebook. They on Instagram. They on TikTok. They everywhere, and and I guarantee you, half of these people who act like they don't like what's being said is looking for the things that's being said.
0: Oh, I believe that, um, mainly because now, you know, our athletes are still all about self, even though you know you got some guys like Russell Westbrook that averaged a triple double in the season, but. It, It it looks like he, you know, helping the team, but at the same time, he's, you know, that's his intent to go out there and get a triple double. So once again, ingratiating himself, um, to me that, that, uh, your ability to take criticism starts at home. You know, you get, you know, when you get to your good grades, you know, you get praise, you know, when you get bad grades, you know, back in the day, you, you you got the strap, you know, now, now they can't do that. Now they got this alternative parenting. But yeah, you no, know, <laughs> you know, so I and that's part of it, you know, because of it. now, you, you know, we can't we, we can't, you know, give you the ride. We just spoiling a child. So because of that, when they get older now, it's like, all right, you know, you can't tell me nothing. Uh, I'm the greatest. And even even if you suck and sit on the bench as the 13th man that don't even get time, you still believe you the greatest. So right. it's like, come on. You you're yeah, not that. <laughs> right. Now now I will
1: say this because being being a fan and being a talking head you do see both sides. And I think that's that's a good thing because I th- I think it's the best. To me I think it's the best to see both sides instead of just being one-sided. Now, I will say this about Stephen A's comment or critique I feel like he's right. It's like you can be right and wrong at the same time. Now, I'm not saying that there is an individual play um, and people just want to be the individual star. I don't think that people set out to just be individual stars. I think that that star power is already there. And it's it's almost like, a, and I could be wrong about this. It's like, when Michael Vick came into the league, right, the Falcons made plays specifically for him, right, and his okay. skill set. It's the same thing with Michael Jordan. Like, you know, you—I mean, with us being from Chicago, you know, and, and and growing up in those days of the Chicago Bulls, especially the 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 six championships. There's that famous clip that um, Doug Collins has where he says, "You know, I told it. I told them, give Michael the ball and everybody get the fuck out the way." That wasn't a Michael Jordan saying, "I want this goddamn ball." That was a coaching decision. Now, people talk about individual stuff, right? But that that goes on in every profession, whether it's sports whether it's movies television shows you know what i'm saying it's like think about it like this family matters was supposed to be about another black family then it became about urkel because everybody started to care mostly about urkel that doesn't i mean you can it can still be good and bad at the same time but that's how the pendulum swings sometimes So, when Michael Jordan was basically just balling the the fuck out when he was by himself, you know, what was that? What was was it? The 69-point game he had in the playoffs against the the Celtics, right? Yeah. So that, that was Jordan having to be individual because at the time, who did he really have that was stepping up like that? Now... Years later, when you get people like a Horace Grant, Scotty Pippen, uh, you got John Paxson, you got uh, um, uh, like Bill Wennington, and all these other like uh, people, Dennis Rod, all these other people coming in, now it's about the team.
0: I'm
1: not, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying that Stephen A is wrong, I think he's right and wrong. Um, but I think it's okay so basically it's this Bob Marley right and I tell people this all the time I said if you really listen to Bob Marley's music right he has these beautiful messages in his music but when people now like think about Bob Marley. It's not about the message. It's not about his spiritual connection. It's not about the lives that he saved through his music. It's the fact that he smokes weed. Okay. But what they don't but what they don't know is he was doing that because it was spiritual. He wasn't smoking weed just to be out here smoking weed. He was doing it because it was it was a spiritual thing. So but because people don't know that and people don't care about that. So now it's just, you know, I remember like an episode of Cribs and like, there was like a couple of people that was just like, man, you know, man, I got the picture of Bob Marley, you know, you know and then just be, and all they think about when it's Bob Marley is just all of the smoking weed. And so that's that's why I think that most people become, in a sense, they they have tunnel vision.
0: Okay, because, but bring me back to where Stephen A. is supposed to be wrong at this, because uh from what I gathered, you know, he was saying he made Michael Jordan made it bad in terms of like individual focus and you know just the over glorification of the superstar as opposed to you know team ball. So okay, but at but who didn't? Why 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 are we why are we saying that Jordan
1: is did, uh, if if that's the case, couldn't we say the same thing about Magic
0: and Bird? Yeah, you absolutely can. Except for they didn't change the game the way that Michael did, <laughs> and I think that's what he was trying to drive home: is that because of the way because he was so good, he pretty much changed the game on all of those aspects, and people will focus on him and not so much the team. It's like. Bef- it's like before michael you know everybody it, it the, the nba was kind of like the globetrotters everybody you know was you know team play and everybody focused on that michael mm-hmm. comes and the globetrotter image is gone you right. know his kids, kids want to come up into the league and they want to be like mike
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then later lebron you know they want they want to be kobe you know mm-hmm. no nobody wants to be john sally Nobody wants to be Steve Kerr, <laughs> you know. No, nobody wants to be uh, Tyron Luke when they come TV. You know, they want to be LeBron. It's all
1: about selling, but because uh, at that point it's all about selling. It, I, I think, I think where I, I think it's wrong is to just be like, well, it's Michael Jordan's fault. You did this. Okay. No, he he, he was he, he was, didn't play. He, he didn't
0: put it. Firmly he on was, him, he said he's partially
1: responsible. He so. didn't, he was in the movie. He didn't write it and direct it. He didn't create the movie. He was in it. Like, wait, he he, wait, in which his, movie? I'm just I'm just using that as a as like a metaphor or something like that. Okay, like he's in the movie. If basketball like basketball, I would say if basketball was a motion motion picture, right? He's okay. in the movie. He didn't write it. He didn't direct it. He didn't
0: produce it. He's just in the movie. But he stole the show. (laughs) It it goes back to your Urkel analogy. He stole the show. And so now because of that, you know, we're we're focused on Michael. We're focused on Urkel more than we're focused on the entire show as a whole. So, yeah, Stephen A is right on that. Kevin Durant, totally wrong. But I think where Stephen A
1: is wrong in is making it seem like you did it and because of you now everybody else everybody has a part to play in in the making of a star everybody has a part to play in it so basically what okay so like me and one of my friends talked about how there's this um, film studio in in, uh, Hong Kong I, I believe it was like China Hong Kong it was called the Shaw Brothers Shaw Brothers did all these movies but they had a studio system. They did what old Hollywood would do. They created stars, right? Okay. To, to, to carry on like, oh, I'm I'm going to, I want you to be a star. or oh, I want you to be a star. So I'm going to create things for you to become a star. They're grooming, right? So they're grooming mm-hmm. people to become stars. Just like old Hollywood used to do with like, Humphrey Bogart and Gene Kelly and 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 all of those actors and stuff like and actresses too um so is it their fault that they became stars or is it that everybody had a part to play in it because last time i checked i don't remember michael jordan going to uh going to to like uh people that made commercials and say hey you know what i got a dope ass idea for a commercial gatorade y'all gonna be like somewhere in there when his star blew up
0: he probably had some input in that maybe in the beginning he didn't but maybe later on it was like all right look you want me in this i'm gonna want this or i want to gonna change this change that i mean you know i don't believe he didn't have some say in something
1: no i like 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 i said before I think you play a part I don't think that you are the blame for it I think you play and a part. You
0: know what? So Stephen should... A pretty much said the same thing he said he is partially responsible. <laughs> that means that pretty much leads to believe there's some other factors in play here.
1: But the 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 argument to me and why I think that he's wrong is that's the game. That's how the game goes like that like that like i said before that happens in everything like who's who's the star of thor
0: it's supposed to be chris hemsworth
1: exactly yes chris hemsworth's the
0: star right and i say that like this uh most of the time you know what's the uh loki character what's his name he ends Uh, up being uh, the star of the damn movie (laughs) right
1: Cause, cause some, cause some people are are like, 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 like you, you, you're absolutely right. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, that's his name, the dude that right. plays Loki. Think about it like this: Den- Denzel's a huge fucking star, right? Yeah. Denzel does this movie, Devil in a Blue Dress. Mm-hmm. What do you most remember about Devil in a Blue Dress?
0: That he played the that- trumpet. <laughs> I think I, she- that, I think I had that movie somewhere and I, I, I've only seen it like maybe once. Okay. So when, when I've heard people and
1: have been in like movie conversations when people talk about Devil in a Blue Dress, it's barely about Denzel. It's mostly about Don Cheadle's character. Okay. And because of that it, 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 it gave him that push. But but that's all I'm saying is that's what happens in every system, whether whether when whether it's sports, movies, music, television, it's all about creating star power. How how are you gonna get people to watch the game of that like before Jordan came into the picture, right? Mm-hmm. You had the Showtime Lakers, am I correct?
0: Yeah, roughly. I mean they still were around when he when he showed up, but yeah, for the most part, you had Showtime Lakers because you had right. Magic. You know, right. worthy and Kareem. We, and we talked about like the
1: the showtime like Hollywood stars and everybody who's known is at these games. Yeah. Like you know what I'm I saying?
0: Mean, they are in LA, they can't help that. That's still going on today. Right. But because
1: that happened, now everything has to be. And it's not like I said; it's not even just that, but it's everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's
0: like the Commodores. But wait, let me finish that statement though. Because anybody... when, when Michael Jordan came, then you saw these stars sitting courtside at Bulls games, mm-hmm. or at all these other arenas where Michael happened to be. Right. So I get that part.
1: <clears throat> I don't. I don't. I don't think that star power has taken anything away from the game. I think you need it. Um, because what? What's the one thing that everybody says? Like, man. Like, even like the like don't don't like the what's the the inside the inside the NBA guys, which is my favorite show. Love them. They say the same thing. Like, you you do kind of need some star power or somebody. You know what
0: I'm saying? Look, right. I'm not taking any, anything from that because if you didn't need star power, they wouldn't have renamed the uh, All-Star MVP trophy after Kobe Bryant.
1: You right. know,
0: you need something. So I, I agree with that. I don't think it made the game worse. I mean, it the game is what it is, but... I, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Stephen A's statement and I'm gonna go the other way. So okay, I am gonna say Jordan is partially responsible for for making the game worse, but not because of his star power. I'm gonna actually say because of his skill. Because now you got so many rule changes where you can't even breathe on guys wrong. You know, back in Mike's era, you know every defenders were physical. You know now, you know you you pull a thread on the guy's jersey and that's a foul. You know these players today are soft, right? So and, and and even in that though,
1: I could I could see that because I always had these conversations too with people, and they'd be like, "Man, the league is soft." Like I remember when motherfuckers was getting clothes lined and elbow and blah 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 blah, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I do." Think remember I saw that. a
0: steel chair in one game and, and right. the
1: ring bell. <laughs> but you know what I really think. Put it into all of that stuff. I don't think it was just um, that part. I also think Malice in the Palace made shit change too.
0: Oh, what? The fight in the stands? Yep. Okay. I think, I, I Help me think out that with that I because, think that, you know, the whole fight in the stands pretty much led to a bunch of rule changes in gameplay. Because remember,
1: before it got to the stands, it started off in the court. Well, oh, yeah. So now it's like, like think about it. After that particular incident, right? Have mm-hmm. we seen anything uh of the sorts as far as like how the Detroit Pistons used to play or the New York Knicks used to play? Did we see in like you had people that played hard defense and all this other stuff, but it was like but after that incident, to me, I think after Malice in the Palace,
0: you didn't really see that stuff no more. Well, mainly because you you don't see people storming the stands because, you know, they try to keep a lid on fan interaction. But, I mean, every now and then you'll see some benches clear. It's not a regular thing. And it wasn't a regular thing before. But I think it's toned down since then. Yeah.
1: And and then and then on top of this too, and I'm just throwing this out, this is just a theory. If you if you do anything to hurt the star,
0: that's almost like that's basically bad business. You know what? That's not entirely a theory because you see it in the NFL now. They got all these rules for protection of the quarterback because the quarterback is the star of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, before then you used to be able to close line a quarterback and hit him just like anybody else. Now, you know, you fart in his direction, that's a 15-yard penalty.
1: Yes. So <laughs> I'm pretty me. sure this, I'm pretty sure somebody's like personal foul, number 55,
0: uh defense,
1: farting, encroach <laughs> Right.
0: They probably got a whole list on what to hit you with. Right. <laughs> you know. It's almost like the quarterback has the practice jersey on in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, true. That that's not a theory at all. That's that's practically fact.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I see that. I what? just I think that you know, I, I think it's like man, it it's almost like it's almost like life in a in a sense. Whereas it's like
0: the things you used to do, can't you really do them no more? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? It's like things change. And, and I don't want to go far into that because that could be a topic for another podcast. Right. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll stay tuned for that one. Right. But, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, while we while we piling on Steve, well, while you're piling on Stephen A and I'm I'm trying to defend him. Let's not forget Kevin Durant. Yeah. no, th- don't get me wrong,
1: man. Like, Kevin Durant, like people say he's like one of the softest uh in in the league and all this other stuff and it's like i don't know if i would say the softest but like i think he needs to understand that people have like people have opinions right yeah whether you like those opinions or not people have a right to have an opinion and because you don't like the opinion don't mean something is better for the worse and all this other stuff. It's just... But, but like I said before, he benefits from the bad and the good of
0: it. But then, not only that, you don't really have to respond to everything, but it seems like that's what he does, especially when it comes to Stephen A. Yeah. And and for some reason, I was like, man, I thought them two dudes was like homies. And they probably are, but, you know, he... Kevin has a tendency to, you know, comment about not just his stuff, but anything that somebody says bad about the NBA. Well, I ain't going to say bad, but definitely criticize anybody that has any criticism about the league. Here's Kevin Durant out of the woodwork. But see, Ke- Kevin has to be Kevin
1: has to be thick-skinned. Everything gets criticized, dog. Like that's that's just a part that's part of it, dog. Like like if you if you if you're Kevin Durant, you remember that one game where like Patrick Beverly was just like he had a hold on on Kevin Durant. And and then in the uh press conference Kevin was like, "Y'all forgot who I am. I'm Kevin Durant." And then he went out the next game and killed, right? Okay, yeah. My thing is I'm pretty sure you heard all that stuff about patrick beverly you know whatever your response was y'all forgot who i was i'm kevin durant you didn't say man oh my god like y'all just act like man the sports media just make things bigger than what it already is like first of all sometimes they do don't get me wrong they do sometimes they just keep it real like dude patrick beverly had had you you kevin durant you said what I'm Kevin Durant, and you went out there, do that. You don't always have to like complain about this or everybody. It seemed like I just get judged on the bad. Like, no, when you when you fuck up, you get judged. When you do good, you get the praise. And sometimes right, so even look.
0: when you do good, you get judged
1: too. That's just obviously the he was somebody
0: else that night. He damn sure wasn't Kevin Durant. So right. <laughs> I guess somebody had to remind him of who he was because he wasn't that night, right? I don't know. Yeah. He's probably uh, I don't know, Luke Longley. Uh, <laughs> but <he's laughs> probably sometimes, uh. Sometimes if, if you if you want to no, do my some, fault. it was shit. probably Nikola Vucevic because that that's my that's the guy that's in my doghouse right now. Uh <laughs> my my thing is this though, like you see
1: how like. It, it, now, if we talk to individual stuff, like, look what Jordan did. Jordan took every bad fucking criticism and he went out
0: and just did his thing. Here's the thing, though. Uh, back in his day, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, new things weren't live. So he had to go on whatever he saw on Channel 2 News and <laughs> whatever they said, right. or, you know, Open the Sun Times or whatever they said. Yeah. Probably Michael Wilborn. I'm just saying, and you know he had to go from there. Mm -hmm.
1: No, you 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 maybe maybe somebody from
0: ESPN lit him up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he had to go from there. Now it's like all right, but not too many people really ripped into Jordan. I think you know what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to rip into the goat. Yeah. Now I will say this. it well, gets, back in it, the day it, it was. Does, now, it, you know, they rip it to LeBron on a regular basis.
1: Right. It, do, it does get redundant. I will agree on with Kevin Durant on it. It gets redundant because it's every day. But because we live in the digital society that we live in, everybody has the tools to say what they want to say.
0: Man, speaking of redundant, and I'm going to flash this real quick. There was a video that I saw on Instagram where... I think uh, they were doing the uh, the NBA Today Show on ESPN, uh-huh. and uh, you know the host uh, segued into you know a conversation about the Lakers, and Richard Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins sat there, rolled their eyes like, "No, not the Lakers again." <laughs> <laughs> like we're tired of talking about the Lakers, right?
1: You know, so, it's, it's- uh, I
0: feel that redundancy when you don't have nothing else in your news cycle, but at the same time, it's like, all right, look. Stop kicking the horse when they down. Right. They they suck. They didn't make the playoffs. Get over it. (laughs) Find something (laughs) else. And you know what?
1: Like that. That's that's the thing. I will say, as a talking head, I actually hate that type of shit. It's like it's like look. The reason why, like even when Stephen A. says he's tired of talking
0: about the Cowboys,
1: look the the Cowboys are are
0: a. He is not tired of talking about the Cowboys. Let me put that I mean, to bed right now.
1: <laughs> he he said he is, but you know what? You know what do I know?
0: You know, but like, but you he know what i And they start losing,
1: right? Best believe
0: he gonna start saying something about the Cowboys.
1: Ah, uh, he's gonna say the Cowboys, are the, the accident waiting to happen, and what could go, what could go wrong will go wrong. Hey, like,
0: I, and I, and I, my I, personal I, favorite. It. When you got Southern Stephen A. with the cowboy <laughs> <athlete>. <laughs> so yeah, he ain't done talking about the cowboys, right, <laughs> man. But but yeah. you know, like and Jay I, Cutler it's... was in the league, he wouldn't be done talking about that dude either. But right. since he ain't yeah. playing no more, he had to stop talking about him. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's you got to think about it like this: the Lakers are a historic team. Just like the Cowboys. So yes, they're gonna get talked about. Whether good or bad. They're gonna, and especially the Lakers that got LeBron James, of course they're gonna get talked about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's not I mean, get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 like I, I understand that like some people be tired of talking about the same couple teams or whatever like that. But you ain't gonna dedicate your show talking about the Sacramento Kings, like, what, you th- what the fuck are you talking about? You know when what I'm he, saying? He, like,
0: you being nice, because uh, at one point in time in this past season, the Bulls had the best record in the league, and nobody talked about them until the the uh DeRozan started showing what he could do. When they was playing right. team ball, it was like, eh, whatever, the Bulls. all right, next, right, <laughs> exactly. So, then when well, the bull when when the uh, wheels fell off the bus, <laughs> oh, now we can talk about the Bulls. Uh huh. <laughs> And how they gonna lose to the pucks and all that other stuff oh yeah y'all want to talk about them then?
1: right yeah y'all y'all show didn't talk about especially when they was just like when they really was just like had that winning record i don't and remember
0: walking people too and when nobody saying nothing
1: <laughs> nope and if anything it would just be like a footnote all the bulls won again i don't yep. know if they can keep this up and then that would be
0: it you're talking about something that pissed me off that was it <laughs> right <laughs> and then the wheels style falling off the bus but it wasn't because of them it was because of injuries and mm-hmm. all of a sudden oh we gonna talk about everybody else and the Bulls suck right but we gonna talk about them after we talk about the Lakers <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and uh, speaking of uh, you know bad things that was supposed to be headlining
1: What's
0: up with
1: your girl, Monique? <laughs> I think, you know, I, I'll get to that. But I was going to say, I think, like, the Bulls, the Lakers, Boston, those are historic teams. I think, yeah. like, talk, you can talk about all three of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't always got to be, like, one specific team. But it is a, you know.
0: I mean, it's LeBron's the- on the team. That That's what's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, uh... Man, Monique and DL Hughley, man. You know, I I I say this when all this stuff started with Monique being blackballed and stuff from Hollywood, and reading the stories and looking at all this stuff. Like, and I have I have commentary videos, and people that know that that that's listened to, like my my commentary videos. No, I've always been on the side of Monique. Um. This particular situation, I'm just like, man, I think y'all both are wrong. and Y'all should did something to work it out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but it's, it's, it's crazy. Now, I, I will say this, though. D.L. Hughley does, without a shadow of a doubt, Have this thing where he will talk about somebody constantly and then when somebody brings it to him like he he gets in this like weird like okay so like I was watching this video with Monique and Monique talked about the reason why she went at DL the way that she did at that show cause she was like yo this, this dude DL Hughley been going on Vlad TV for a while talking about what she what she ain't got, what she don't deserve, this, this, and that. Like, like very disrespectful. But he, he hasn't done he's done that with other people. He's done that with like Kanye and all and and everybody else. Uh he I remember I think they said the name of uh it was another woman, it's a black woman named Angela Stanton that he had talked crazy about on Vlad. And so then there was a story that Angela Stanton saw him at the airport confronted him like yo like what's all this stuff you talking and DL went and called security. Okay. My beef my beef with this is with 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 DL if you're going to constantly talk about people just know somebody's going to bring that shit back to you. And oh. And, it might not just always be somebody on stage saying what they're saying. Somebody might confront you.
0: Okay. But, uh, getting back to this contract thing, Mm -hmm. um, I'm kinda, I don't know, miffed and puzzled. Like, how did you not understand what your position was on this show? And... You know, most people sign contracts and contracts state what's going on. So how did you miss that when you put your name on this contract? Man, I'm
1: going to be honest, though. If anybody, Monique and I don't even think DL, but I just say Monique should have went to the promoter. Because you have a full contract. He has a um what they call it? I forgot what they called it. It wasn't a contract per se, it was it was a memo deal or something like that, but she had a full on contract that stated that she was the headliner and the promoter signed it. So my thing is it's it's not it's not like we haven't heard of these shows before. There's been shows where like especially here in chicago especially like during like uh what like the summers or like going to like new year's eve with like a bunch of comedians are get together and do do like one show so like you may have like mike epps and like uh uh d-ray davis and or Corey Holcomb all on one show like this stuff happens you know what i'm saying it's just it's my 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 beef to me would be with the promoter and not and not DL. That would be my beef. Okay. Because you you signed you did sign a contract stating that she was the headliner. And then you go and do this deal with with DL mm-hmm. to
0: make him the headliner. So I mean, it, I'm looking it, at the contract on Instagram right now. And it, I mean, cuz DL put it out there. Mhm. And it pretty much states that he is the the headliner. Right. So it, it's kind of bad when uh you know people, you know, run the uh the contract out there oh, wait, and then there's the actual show itinerary set up.
1: Hmm. But I would would still say that's on the promoter. You signed one contract saying that Monique was the headliner, and then you signed whatever you sent to DL making him the headliner. So... Mm -hmm. So, are you doing two is somebody doing two headlining show in one show or is it a main headliner because
0: i think in looking at this they may have been co-headliner or something like that but dl was definitely going on last okay
1: because that that was the thing in in monique's contract because monique's contract was she was the headline and she's supposed to go last
0: wait hold on i'm seeing two different things because i think it was revised because i saw one where monique was on it la- on last and it was a show schedule that i'm looking at where it says monique is on then you see this mm-hmm. other thing where dl is on last yeah this has got to definitely be on the vendor I mean the uh promoter. So yeah. you know and, and that
1: and that that's that that's that's truly to me, I think the 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 um I, now the only thing I don't agree with with Monique on is the mm-hmm. fact that you went out on that stage and said what you said. Don't nobody give two shits about what your contract says and all this other stuff and you bad mouth the DL mm-hmm. all the stuff that's going on in this world we get hit especially black folks we get hit with shit on a constant level
0: mm-hmm. all
1: we want to do is just go to a fucking show and just like get our minds off the shit and now you bring in trouble to the stage that's my only beef with, with Monique
0: yeah, I, I agree with that because, uh, you know, what first up to me, you're getting paid. Why do you really care if you're the headline or not? You know, no. I, and this is just me. I, you know, whatever contract I sign, as long as I live up to my end, which is going out there and doing my job, and you live mm-hmm. up to your end, which is paying me afterwards, I really right. don't care who the headliner is right i mean i guess to me she probably needs it because i don't know maybe you know because she's been blackballed in hollywood and she's probably trying to you know recover from that i I guess she needed that but i mean at the end of the day it's like go out there kill come home because if you kill regardless of who was on last people still remember that you killed yeah, that, that's definitely true. Definitely like, true. Like the original Kings of Comedy. All four mm-hmm. of them can headline. All four of them basically did headline. Even right. though Steve went on first. Yeah. You still remember Steve's jokes. Mm-hmm. You still remember Sid's jokes. Yeah, Bernie was on last. You still remember Bernie's jokes. Hell, right. I still remember DL's jokes. So all of them killed. but if you wanted to go by this formula Bernie Mac was the headliner Mm -hmm. if you're going by this formula right or the way Monique is thinking however it goes you know us Mm -hmm. as you know fans and you know concert goers and people that pay the money so you can get paid we really don't care right who we think the headliner is we don't care (laughs) right now on on the flip side promoters know who's going to sell the tick you know who's going to sell the most tickets so putting her name up there would have been like "All right, she's going to do something but putting his name up there on the marquee as the headliner brings in more people right I know that you know that everybody and their mama know that so Mm -hmm. I mean me personally and I'm going to say this because this is my personal opinion I'm mm-hmm. gonna need Monique to know her role, shut her mouth, and go do her job. <laughs> and yep. I honestly think DL handled it. Uh, you know, handled this with class. Because honestly, you know, he said that going uh, from what I read, going against the better judgment of his team and everything. He went on ahead and responded to Monique, but he didn't trash her. Mm-hmm. No, that's-
1: and, and, and that's and that's and that's real but i will say this and monique's response when she when she told why she said what she said about dl hugley dl hugley has said some shit about monique so when him him to me him going off almost to the point of like him playing the victim i don't buy it you said what you said, dog. Like, you did. Own up to what you said. Now, you could have been like, you know, I, I probably said some shit in the past and blah, blah, blah. Because here's the thing. The the one thing that Dio, uh, the stuff that Dio said in his talk on his radio show that I totally didn't agree with was the fact that you made it seem as if her points wasn't valid. It's already, it's already out there that Oprah, Tyler, Perry, and Lee Daniels blackballed this woman to the point where they've made uh, public apologies. Lee Daniels has made two public apologies about about Monique. Tyler Perry's okay. made, made made an apology. The only one that's never made an apology is Oprah. Now, when when he started saying like the uh, Steve Harvey and Charlamagne and God and uh, Whoopi Goldberg, right? To me, uh, all, all that and. When he said to Steve Harvey, you know, uh it, when he was like, it was Steve Harvey, and then it was Charlemagne the God, and then it was Whoopi Goldberg. To me, those three was just a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody's going to have a difference of opinion. Everybody's going to have that. My opinion about something is going to be different from yours. You know what I'm saying? And so th- that's, just, that's just a difference of opinion, because a lot of people think that, you know, Cause a lot of people will say in 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 the in the hindsight, well, maybe you should have did this or maybe you should have blah 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 blah. And see, even with the um the Charlemagne the guy thing, like here, here's the here's the thing that that combated what he said. Cause his mm-hmm. thing was, you know, um, his thing was about cause she cause basically Monique was talking about resume. Mm-hmm. I said the the problem I said the problem that I have with the the stuff that Charlamagne was saying was that people look at people do look at resumes when when she was at the the meeting for Netflix and they told her that Amy Schumer was getting this much money they used the fact that she had a number one movie and that she had sold out a couple of shows or whatever like that that's part of the resume now yeah. I don't So all of a sudden, it's okay for you to use the resume of Amy Schumer, but you can't honor the resume of Monique. I have a problem with that, but that just, that's what white folks can get, black folks can't, right? So, hey, cool, pass that, all right, cool, you know, um, so you know Monique brought Monique brought up an interesting point I think there is a lot of there is, I mean of course there's a lot of discrimination especially like with with um with black people period especially black women right mm-hmm. so when everybody thought she was crazy for talking about banning Netflix and all this other stuff you know Wanda Sykes also said hey our Netflix came to me with a deal because they wanted me to do uh a stand-up special on, on Netflix. They came to me with a lesser deal than they gave Monique. Her one mm-hmm. place was like the thing was I just went somewhere else and did it. I went to Epics and Epics paid me this much money and I did it on Epics. Mm-hmm. My 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 thing that I would have told Monique is it's not just one studio there's a lot of these motherfuckers out especially with digital yep you just you just now i will say the one thing that i did agree with with Charlemagne is you gotta learn how you gotta hey man you gotta you gotta you gotta learn how to make some deals man like you you know what i'm saying like there's there's more than one place to go to right mm-hmm. do it
0: and 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 that's true but i look I and if your game is real tough you could go to disney plus and do something Mm -hmm. you know because at that point you know first up you know knowing some of these stand-ups most of them you know they use cursing in their things but if you could do it without cursing can -hmm. you imagine how many more doors you can open steve harvey's done it Mm. so it's like yo look you know evolve your game and you know I'm gonna piggyback on you. Learn to make the deal, cause it's, like you said, it's more than one place to do it. Mm-hmm. But but again,
1: like I said, like I I just I didn't like the fact again the Charlemagne, Steve Harvey, Whoopi Goldberg. That's a difference of opinion. We all have a difference of opinion. I, I ain't gonna walk away and like. Because I have a difference of opinion. And I will, and I, and this is the one, another thing that I didn't agree with Monique doing. When somebody has a difference of opinion, don't go around on your platform and start calling people coons and all this other stuff. That's not, even yeah, I'm, I wasn't feeling that either. That's, that's not necessary. Like, I have a difference of opinion because my opinion could be Monique, after you didn't get the Netflix thing. Did you go try to shop this shit anyplace else? It is not just Netflix out here. Right? And the way shit is going now... I mean, Netflix has become a... Become where... To the point where... If you ain't doing it... if, If Netflix ain't doing anything big... Don't nobody else care about half the shit they got on Netflix. Unless... Unless it's Stranger Things or or some or Ozark or something like that, like nobody, yeah. you know what I'm
0: saying? Right now, it's... word on the street, Netflix is hurting. Yeah. Disney Plus is kicking a behind. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, that,
1: that's all I'm saying this is like, man, I agree with Charlemagne on that. Like, yo, just, just leave the Netflix thing alone. Go do what Wanda the did. why the went to Epics, but I do get the fact that not have the pull that she could have had but you know when you know if she didn't get blackballed I I think she would have had everything that she wanted yeah I think because she got uh, blackballed I can can agree with that I think because she got blackballed and because of the things that were said about her because you know what I'm saying it's like it's because here's the thing when you call when you call if you call angelina jolie um what's the word i'm looking for uh like kind of like you saying like she's not she's not easy to work with difficult if you call okay. angelina jolie difficult that's not gonna stop angelina jolie because somebody could say well the bitch could be um she could be that way. She she's one of the women, one of the few women if if not on a short list of women that can open up a movie at the box office. Who the fuck cares if she difficult? You call a black woman difficult? That's like the kiss of fucking death. Yeah. My my thing, like I said, my thing with DL, don't diminish what what happened to her and you did that. You did that in that whole speech because it was known what tyler did it was known what Oprah did it was known what um what what uh lee daniels did and like i said the whole but other what? three the steve what? harvey and stuff was a difference of opinion so now you just basically saying basically you just saying like every it, it's basically you there, ain't nobody did nothing
0: to you you basically did it to yourself but wait I I do feel like there is some truth in that. Even though it probably, you know, the result ended up going to the extreme. I think there is some truth in that. You know, maybe one or two times, it's like, all right, whatever. You know, maybe more than that, then it then becomes a pattern. And you probably would have to step back and look at it and be like, hey, look, maybe you know I get it she you know trying to fight for what but at the same time you still got to learn how to play the game and right now the game is not fair to us mm-hmm. so you know I think there is some truth in it in the statement that yeah maybe it is you you know like you right. said maybe you should tweak this a little bit and you know or pick your battles don't fight everything mm-hmm. um there was a uh uh, um, Muslim author that I was you know I kind of stumbled onto you know maybe about a month ago with uh, one of my family members watching YouTube and she wrote this book back in the 90s Um, the, the, the title of the book is leaving me right now but that's neither here nor there the point the point of what I'm trying to get at is that she has there's a video on YouTube and I'll probably you know link that to you later but it was seven steps you know to you know uh or seven qualities of a good black woman and one of those was you know learn how to control your mouth you know you don't have to respond to everything you don't Mm -hmm. have to say anything to everything and that really doesn't apply to women that applies to men too that's what i believe because you know what you got some guys out here now with these feminine tendencies that will you know, respond to everything. No, shut your mouth sometimes. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Cause, cause some, I mean, and here's the thing it's okay to fight because somebody could be saying something that's, that's like not true. Yeah. But then again, you don't always have to fight for everything.
0: And then this, you don't have to turn everything into a fight neither. Cause, yeah. you know, that whole, Keeping your mouth shut sometimes will work wonders for you. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely true. And like, like I said, like I'll say this. Like with Monique, I think that there is some issues, and I think that because she's been through what she's been through, I think she's just—I wouldn't say she's crazy or mentally she ain't there. I just think it's like, man, it's like I can't catch a fucking break. And everybody's saying this about me and I'm trying to get my truth out there and it's like some people believe the truth and some people don't but I mean that's just how it goes sometimes but it's just like I think I could put myself in DL shoes I could put myself in Steve Harvey's shoes I could put mm-hmm. myself in Charlemagne shoes I could probably put myself in Oprah Tyler and Lee Daniels and everybody's shoes, but I think what we don't do sometimes is put—we don't put ourselves in Monique's shoes. Mm-hmm. And and I think and I like I said I could be totally wrong. I'm still gonna ride for Monique because she has gone through some stuff. But I will say, Monique, you don't have to fight for everything some stuff is just gonna come with the territory whether you say anything or not people already got uh some sort of uh issue or whatever with you or how you say things or whatever like it don't matter just all you have to do is just maintain who you are keep pushing keep pushing keep going on the road like you always keep making people laugh you know what I'm saying like Hell, if, if anything, you got dough. Go. You got a company. Right. Start start doing this shit on your own. Yeah. Um make make these
0: motherfuckers come to you instead of you going to them. Now uh through the magical, you know, wonders that is digital, I sent you uh the memo concerning DL Hughley and his status of, of that particular show. So, you know, you can get a chance to look at that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. This list, these, uh, this part leads me further to believe that you know, maybe it was in her contract and then it was changed. So, if anything, you know, you don't come at DL. You come at the promoter and then you sue him for breach of contract. You didn't have to go off on that 10-minute tirade.
1: Right. But 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 again, I think what it is is I don't think it was just like like I said, if you see this video that Monique did with her and her husband and she talks about why she DL, yeah, I think it was I, I think this the, the this added to it, but I also think it was DL going on Vlad TV and saying the stuff that he said about her. She she never she never responded to any of the things that he said to that, that he said about her on Vlad TV. It was just like, okay, so now after you said all this stuff and then this happens with contracts, like, oh shit, now I'm about to just slaughter your ass. Like, I think that that was the thinking. But I will say, um, you know what i'm saying it's it's like man if, if i if i said some foul shit to you and all this other stuff and then you just come out of nowhere and you just start like saying foul shit about
0: me i can't sit up there and play the fucking victim like but you know what most of these new most of these new cats do that
1: Mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely true man definitely true man First they up, I'm gonna be at the doorstep.
0: <laughs> I don't need mm-hmm. to know what the hell is going on,
1: right?
0: But then again, we the kid, go insane. back like that, so yeah. I mean, and that's just, that's what she probably should have did to him, or he should have mm-hmm. did to her. It's like, man, look, you had to go out there for ten minutes and run your mouth like that. Look, I'm backstage,
1: right? And and and, and I'll say this, and and um, and and we gonna close off the show, but I, I'll say this because this happened for for real. Uh, you, you know, uh, we got a me and Shree got a mutual friend in uh, Julian, and uh, there was a time when me and Julian went to um, to uh daily college together. And at this particular time, I don't know. If you remember the dude that we used to hang out with named Frank? I think
0: I vaguely remember Frank or hearing about Frank.
1: Right. So. Me, Julian and Frank used to hang out all the time like during our, our daily time and and um and so then Julian brought in Sonia and then I think Julian and, and Frank brought in um this dude named Cornelius. So we used to always hang out especially like after class or whatever like that and um and there were moments like like real cool we were real close friends whatever and so but one of the people that i did not like was cornelius i hated that dude now what hate is a strong word i don't hate anybody i just had a problem with how he does things and how he moved at, at at that particular time like i remember like he would um like he would try to holler at a girl and if she didn't like Look, like give him time or give him whatever attention he will walk away and then turn around and say some oh you old scumbucky bitch or some sh- some bullshit like that right
0: okay um, that, that definitely you know qualifies him as a, a suck artist in my book yeah so i don't like that shit and so
1: of course y'all know i don't i don't i don't really like that shit i don't i and 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 one day we were leaving school. He said that to a girl, and I snapped off on his ass. And so from that point, he he was just like, man, he stopped liking me. And I was just I I tried to like Cornelius, but he was just on some sucker shit. Happened. Um. So I remember one time, me and Frank, coolest, coolest, coolest it can be. Me and Frank, cool as a motherfucker. All of a sudden, this nigga is not answering any of my calls. I don't know where this dude at. He, he ain't talking to me for some reason. And then one day, I'm on the phone with Julian. And me and Julian just talking and laughing and stuff. And I said, I said, hey man, I said, where's Frank? I ain't heard from Frank in a while. And I could and as soon as i said that julian's mood changed he was like oh uh i was like yeah man um he was like frank said that you was saying some wild shit about him and all this other stuff and 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 uh he was just like you know he don't want to with you no more dog like and i said that's what frank said and he was like yeah and i said Frank thinks that I said some wild shit about him. And he was like, yeah, man. And so I said, do you have this nigga's number? And he was, I literally, I said, you got this nigga's number? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, call this nigga. And he called him. And then Frank was regular Frank. Cause he heard you. He, I guess he saw Julian's number. He's like, yo, Jules, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? Like, what's up? And Jules, man, I'm good, man. Hey, bro, uh, I got Kelvin on the, other, I got Kelvin on the line with me. Oh, what's up? I said, Frank. I said, we need to talk. I said, first of all, why in the fuck would you think? And this is exactly how I'm talking to Frank. Frank, how in the fuck would you think that I would say some goofy shit about you? Well, you always, like, you would always say, like, uh, like, every time we kick it, and I run into somebody, um, I know you would be like, man, Frank know everybody, like, and I said, uh, yeah, like, I said that, nigga, I said that in front of you, I didn't say that in, in, in behind your back, I said that in your face. And I also said, man, I wish I was frank, dude. I wish I knew everybody everybody would be like, what's up, Kel? Like, shit. I I said, if anything, I'm fucking low-key jealous. Like, we used to laugh about this shit. Like, and I said, and then as we were having this conversation, then he said, well, Cornelius says, and I said, that's the problem. I said, that's the problem. You were listening to fucking Cornelius, bro. I said, first of all, fuck that nigga. Because, you know, and and all this other stuff. And I'm just telling, and I was like, dog, and you didn't even have the decency to come holler at me? You know what I'm saying? Like, me. Hell, like, half the time, well, majority of the time, sometimes, Frank would come hang out with me. Probably more than he would hang out with Julian. I'm like, dog, you couldn't come to me and tell me this. I, I was, I was, I was kind of highly disappointed, cause I was like, I don't hide anything from anybody, especially how I feel, and especially the jokes and all this other stuff that I say or whatever like that. And if if I felt the way, I probably would have said something, but I don't feel the way like. And, and then he was just, man, I'm, I'm sorry, dog. Like, are I, 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 you right? I should have came to you. I should have came to you. I say that because that's what what should have happened. Yeah. Y'all could have came to each other, Monique and DL. Y'all could have came to each other and said, hey, um, they put me the headliner. Well, I'm the headliner. That's what, okay, well, something is wrong. Let's go talk to the to the promoter
0: right like i said he backstage you yeah. had to go out on stage and clown like that he backstage <laughs> i mean you know honestly you know she still she she her whole even though she claims she's refining everything she still got a little hood in her i'm i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure if it was anybody else out on the street she'd have been all in a grill taking her earrings off putting vaseline on so like look that brother backstage all you have to mm-hmm. do is talk to him
1: right exactly, exactly man, and that's that's all I'm saying, man, like, all this stuff could have been avoided now, what I will
0: say is, like, when you do see them backstage you know, watch how you come to folk, cause, you know that could get Mm -hmm. you in a whole world of trouble too
1: But but, but I also say, like I said from the Monique conversation hey dog, like it shouldn't have happened that way at all but shit, right, shit nigga you get but some
0: sometimes you get what you get dog yeah which would kind of you know run me back to what DL said it's like maybe it is her I mean cause I mean just by the way that you handled that come on player mm-hmm. I, 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 I would agree
1: with that but I also would agree with like yo if somebody gonna come at you and confront you for shit that you said you gotta be a man about it and be like, I said I, I, I know I probably said some things about her, blah blah blah. Like, don't make don't make it out that you that your hands ain't dirty.
0: I, get you know that too, I think too, but at this particular point in junction, her her whole tirade was based on the contract and really didn't have nothing to do with him. So right. you know, it's not like he made the contract, he just signed his contract, he didn't sign hers. So yeah, at this point she totally in the wrong and it's like you know go deal with the promoter but yeah on the flip if he's if he has said something because i'm really not in the know on that too tough because my, my point my, my stance on you know celebrities news and all that other stuff it's like they get paid more than i do i don't give a fuck about what's going on <laughs> in that life
1: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: No, but man. for the sake of this yeah i did go read and i did go find out you know about this but you mm-hmm. know if, if he been dragging folk through the mud on the regular then yeah you reap what you sow so mm-hmm. you know she come at you sideways and that's partly that's partially what it is then yeah rub some dirt on that shit, man up right take your lumps
1: and, and, that's, and that's all i'm saying like i said i think monique was totally wrong and how she handled the handle the shit. But I, I will say about deals like dog you you can't you can't play the victim dog you cannot play the victim I mean I know that you want to but it's like yo if you say some shit if you go on somebody's platform and say the shit that you say or even on your platform and somebody run into you because you're talking shit don't be a pussy and try to call security man up and be like yo I, I said some shit like whatever like you know what I'm saying I mean it is what it is. You can do whatever you want, but like, to yeah. me it's just like But to me it's it's almost like a you gonna say this shit, you need to stand on your word. That's, yeah. That's all I'm saying though. <laughs> but or man
0: Well if, if you do back away from it, you you know you need to at least admit you was wrong first.
1: Yeah. Definitely true. You know definitely true. <laughs> yeah, man. But yo man I want to thank y'all again for tuning in to another episode of the Dope Session Podcast. Man, we're gonna have I'm so I'm glad Tree here, man. We're gonna have some fun, very interesting conversations, man. And, and uh, man, I'm I'm just glad that I get to bounce bounce these off of somebody, man. But I just want to shout out to everybody who uh, who who listen to the podcast. I want to thank y'all for even being up being you know uh my accountability people real really are my accountability when you bringing the pod back when you're doing it you need to bring the pod back all
0: this other stuff so man yeah I'm get like, off your ass no. <laughs> 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 so, yeah Yo, i you just have- to be here and, and this is fun and definitely gonna have to do it again yeah man in the next episode and I don't know hopefully one of us get to you know play the angry guy i'm still waiting <laughs> on that one
1: <laughs> yeah man one of us got to do it i, I, I guess it'll end up money.
0: being me because you're the host so you you gotta you gotta play nice <laughs> right i don't get to play nice y'all ain't paying me yet <laughs> <laughs> oh man
1: but all right check this out y'all man if y'all wanna uh check out all the episodes of the Session Podcast. Y'all can check us out on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeart. We we damn near everywhere. Uh we also got some videos of, of some of the podcasts that's on uh YouTube. Uh, check that out. Until Look, next time. We
0: on Big Mama's old radio with the tube transistors that's in the back, of the one that's sitting on top of the old TV. We on mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you know, we're going be- to say, don't touch that radio, but you can touch it for us. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> Yo, man, we, we out of here, y'all. Check y'all out next time. Peace. Peace.